Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. And I just declare over your life, this is a day of breakthrough. This is a day of of just moving forward like never before. Our ministry, Igniting Hope Ministries, is committed to ignite hope in your life. And I want to remind you that hope, a perspective of hope, or increased hope is the evidence that the renewing of the mind is working. Increased hope is the evidence that we're moving from mental assent with a truth into actually believing it. Romans 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. We get filled in believing. And then it goes on to say that we may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, this is part four of a series on declarations. The first message was on declaring so that we actually believe the prayers that we prayed. So declaring over past prayers. Secondly, is we declare over tomorrow. We build faith for tomorrow through declarations. Thirdly, we make declarations about our identity because it's you can't consistently do what you don't believe you are. And today, here's key number four, it's declaring over others. A key to increasing our influence, a key to unlocking people in our lives and a key to having higher beliefs about others. I love sharing the topic of declarations and I get to do that at Bethel Church and in our ministry school, the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. And I remember one student coming up to me and was talking to me. He got one of our declaration clickers and he he said, one of the things I love to do is I love to make declarations about the people in my life. You know, I've done that to a degree, but his, his excitement over that just absolutely stirred me to say, I want to take that to a deeper level. We've shared about Genesis 17. Abram has an encounter with God. He, he's, he's got a promise that his descendants are going to be like the sand of the sea and like the stars of the sky. And he had had that promise for 24 years. In Genesis 17, he's 99 years old and he has an encounter there where he gets a name change. The Lord says, you're not no longer going to be called Abram, but Abraham. Abram means exalted father. Abraham means father of many nations. And, he, and later on in the chapter, he says, no, you're not going to call Sarah, your wife Sarai, Sarai anymore. You're going to call her Sarah. And Sarai means princess. And Sarah, one of the best definitions I've read about that is princess of many. Princess of many. I want you to call your wife princess of many. I want you to declare something over her. I want you to call her what her experience doesn't say you are. Doesn't, excuse me, doesn't say she is. So something happens when we start to declare. And again, we don't make these declarations necessarily to those people. We may at times, but more importantly, we're making them to ourselves. Again, we don't make declarations to convince other people. We make declarations to convince ourselves. I remember when I was pastoring 
the Lord just, he challenged me to make declarations. He said, what you call your people, who you call your people is going to be a, a huge factor in what you're going to see your people experience. You know, on a very basic level, if I call, if I think my people are sinners and I call them unfaithful, uncommitted, whatever, if I, in those negatives, and I label them in that way, then it's going to affect my beliefs about them, which is ultimately going to affect my language, how I speak to them. I'm either going to release empowering language or disempowering language and bad beliefs about people create disempowering language create law about people you 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 focus more on rules and law and behaviors and actually unwittingly stir up more sin because that's what the law does but if we have higher beliefs about people we we release grace to them. And really, everybody needs people in their lives who believe in them more than they believe in themselves. That's really what leadership is all about. Leadership is about believing. I believe that, you know, 90% of effective leadership results from having good beliefs, which ultimately influence good language. So I was there with, with my people, and I'm just, it was, it was amazing as I would declare, wow, my people love Jesus. My people are committed. My people love to pray. My people are, are courageous. My people are world changers. They're history makers. They want to do the right thing. And I just remember that that just impacted me so much. And then I would, I would, I would make declarations specifically over people people and again not to them but to me Susie is such a effective person in her environment she's she's a an influencer of influencers I'd say that and I'd start believing that and I'd see her that way and then in my conversations with her my conversations would would go to a higher level. She would feel that belief that I had for her, and it would it would it would inspire her to move beyond what she thought she could do. It's an amazing thing. You declare over your spouse, to your children. It doesn't mean we're, we're we don't have brave communication. It doesn't mean at times we we don't set boundaries in relationship. You know. But it, it'll impact our beliefs. It'll impact our beliefs. And I want to say this, that the people in our life are, are not who their past experience says they are. They are who God says they are. The greatest strongholds blocking the purposes of God are Christians agreeing with negative past experience in their own life, in, in, in the lives of others, in their regions. The greatest strongholds blocking the purposes of God are not regional demonic principalities or belief systems in the minds of Christians. And the biggest negative belief systems are rooted in agreeing with the past rather than what God says. Romans 4.17 says, God who gives life to the dead by calling those things that are not as though they are. Wow, wow, wow.
Genesis 17. The Lord says, I want you to call your wife something higher. I want you to call her by the promise. So amazing that one year later, Isaac was born and, you know, it, it was just a revolutionary. Genesis 17 is a revolutionary chapter for us. And, and I say this over you, you're, you're called to increase. We, many of you who are listening right now are doing our declarations experiment. 30 days where we're saying experiment, make at least 100 declarations a day for a month and see what happens. See what happens. And we're coming to the end of that. And you're, this is the time. This is the time to whatever level of adding other people into your declarations, do it. Experiment with it. See what happens. I know for me, it's made such a difference. For Abraham, it made such a difference. Hey, God bless you. We're recording this at the end of June 2017. My wife's book, Victorious Emotions, and the journal... Two books are coming out. The journal is regarding that book, Victorious Emotions. They're coming out soon. It's going to be powerful. You can find out about that on, at wendybacklin.com or ignitinghope.com. So remember, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hopeless people. Once people get true hope, the circumstance cannot stay the same. And also remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You don't need joy at the end of the battle. You need joy in the middle of the battle. Today, no matter what you're facing today, today's the day to stir up the joy of the Lord. Hey, God bless you. Steve Backlin here, Igniting Hope Ministries, looking forward to you being with us again on another one of our podcasts. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.